The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. Wars and rumors of wars. You've heard that a lot, I'm sure. It's happening. There's no other way to title this program. It's what's in the news. Wars and rumors of wars. As wars break out all across the world, America has no chain of command. And I am not joking. We, we have been saying this, and you can easily tell, and our enemies know, that our chain of command is like completely broken down. And at the time in which the world is becoming more and more aggressive, because our enemies know America is weak. And that's why you're seeing the rumors of wars and actual wars breaking out. It is a very biblical thing as a sign of we're nearing the end times. It's a major, major sign. And I, I, I but this is just the news. I don't have to go to the Bible for any of this. I just have to go to the news and what's written in the Bible is happening in the news. It is, you live in biblical times. You are living the Bible. The things that were in the Old Testament that people were saying, wonder when that's going to be fulfilled. I wonder when, I mean, it's being fulfilled like word for word right now. You're living it. So we are going to go to the news. Um, uh, Steve Bannon and Sebastian Gorka, I'm going to bring you, and they were talking about, of course, the unexpected Iran attacking Pakistan. Steve Bannon likes to call it Persia, so people understand this is the Persian Empire. When you say Iran, you're really talking about Persia. So, anyways, Iran and Pakistan actually in a physical Kinetic warfare attack has occurred. The escalation from that, nobody saw that coming. So this is what I'm saying. Once war starts, you don't know where things spin and how quickly they can go. This is why America is at a very dangerous point of a surprise attack. Because when you add in that at this very time, it is clear we have no true chain of command structure of any competence to respond to a major war right now. So we'll get to that. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, which, which clip do I want to start with? Okay, I'm going to start with, actually, Mark Hitchcock, because he was talking about the wars and rumors of wars, the very title in which I'm talking about. And this is just in one little quick snippet of the news over the last, like, two or three days. And... He's amazed by it. Take a listen. And just in reading through our newspaper, I just it just struck me all the global hotspots and flashpoints that there are today. I mean, as, as we went through, I just saw article after article about all the places where there are ongoing wars and conflicts and rumors of wars. And it's not just in, in, in the newspapers. You see it online. Uh, you see it on, on all the, the, the cable news channels 24-7. So I just want to go through and just, just highlight in one news cycle 
what I saw that's going on in our world today. One article I read said there's 35 right now, 35 ongoing armed conflicts just on the continent of Africa. So just on the continent of Africa, there's 35 armed conflicts. Uh, we see every day all across the news, uh, all the, the activity by Iran and its proxies or surrogates. Iran has, has formed what's called the axis of resistance. We've talked about this quite a bit in our, 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 our videos about uh, the Houthis and about Hezbollah. And there's various other uh, groups uh, active on Iran's behalf in Iraq and Syria. So it's the, the, this axis of resistance where there's just waves of attacks and reprisals. Uh, there have been 130 attacks by these Iranian proxies or this, this uh, axis of resistance so far against U.S. bases in Syria and Iraq, 130 of them since, since uh, the beginning or the, the middle of October. Um, Iran had just, just uh, a couple days ago launched a missile and drone attack in, uh, in just a 24-hour period against three of its neighboring nations, Syria, Iraq, and Pakistan. So, Iran is shooting missiles and sending drones into these nations. Now, they're, they're attacking Syria because ISIS now is active again, and ISIS is responsible for the bombs that went off that killed the people at the uh, uh, commemoration for the, the death of an Iranian general. ISIS, uh, two ISIS uh, terrorists blew themselves up there and killed over 100 people. And there is so much more. There, there is tensions that have built up in South America. It looks like Russia wants to rile up Venezuela. Uh, there, there is a lot going on. Uh, this, this is all happening right now. Then you have what's happening in North Korea. North Korea is Kim Jong-un saying he's going to go after South Korea. This is major, major stuff. He, if Trump was in office, if Biden and our incompetent people in Washington, D.C. weren't there right now, none of this would be happening. This is all happening because of them. Take a listen to this news report. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has called for his country's constitution to be changed so that South Korea is seen as its primary foe and invariable principal enemy. The North State TV broadcast photos of Kim at the meeting where he warned the North would not avoid war should it happen. Kim also added that South Koreans should no longer be referred to as fellow countrymen. The South's President Yoon Suk-yeol hit back at the North hours later. North Korean authorities defined South and North Korea as two hostile countries, not same-race countries. This shows the North Korean regime acknowledging their nature as anti-national and ahistorical. In his speech to North Korea's rubber stamp parliament, the Supreme People's Assembly, Kim added unification with the South was no longer an option. The North State TV also quoted him saying three organizations in charge of unification and inter-Korean tourism would be shut down. Kim's call for constitutional changes come as tensions have recently worsened in the Korean peninsula. There's been a series of missile tests and a push by Pyongyang to break with decades of policy and change how it relates to the South. Think of the difference when Trump was president. He got Kim Jong-un to, and you've seen the image of that if you see the video, to reach over the border and shake hands with South Korea. Look how far we have come from. Uh, we were, North Korea, South Korea under Trump were working together.
And now that's gone forever. Uh, and just it's another thing, as I predicted a long time ago, that if America gets taken out ever, you're going to see these these type of wars break out right away. This tells me they think America is going to be taken out very soon because they're posturing. I'm, he's getting ready to do what he's always wanted. Get rid of South Korea. And what has stopped him from getting rid of South Korea? America. So this is our enemies openly saying they all believe America is about to be gone one way or another. And, and they're the ones that are plotting with China to bring it about through China's five-point plan, which I have told you now for weeks now, started up during the holidays and is was active. It wasn't them saying they're going to do a five-point plan. They are orchestrating it. They are physically doing it. They are in progress of getting ready to most likely strike America. That, I can't ignore it. That's what it's most likely going to be. And that's what we're most likely going to see is, is America getting struck in a surprise attack because our, our leader, our command, our chain of command is not able to function properly. And Sebastian Gorka and Steve Bannon were talking about that. So let me get to this because they're talking about the Pakistan thing. And this is very interesting stuff. Take a listen. Um, I got to get to uh, the geopolitics Pakistan of it. And, Just and, and Persia. War. Pakistan and Persia, Steve. Yeah. It's insane. How big a deal is that? This is like the great game, right? Tell, tell the audience it's how worse. big a deal this is getting to be. So, so someone who in my former life had to educate Pakistani brigadiers at Fort McNair who thought that, you know, the founders of the Muslim Brotherhood were good guys, actually said that in classroom in front of American officers. I don't know about you, Steve, you're, you're a strategic mind. I didn't think, I didn't think that uh, in the year 2024, I would see a nuclear Pakistan actually launch kinetic attacks against Persia. Steve, once you cross that line, anything yeah. is imaginable. Anything is possible, Steve. Yeah. Ten months, it will only get worse. Persia is sent uh, the uh, the Revolutionary Guard to Yemen to the to the Arabian Peninsula. They're shelling American troops in um, in Iraq every day. They're yeah. now trading uh, missile launches and gunfire with Pakistan. This, Biden and and they're shutting down the Suez Canal, except to the CCP vessels. And this is not even about Gaza. This thing is expanded now into into the badlands of the Middle East. How bad is this going to get, uh, Seb? If you have the chief diplomat crying in public, if you've got Blinken saying what's happening to the Gazans is awful. Well, well, that's that's when the bad guys get busy. When when you see our ships on fire, U.S. container vessels. When we lose, nobody's talking about the seals who died recently. 
When that's happening, yeah, too. anything's possible, Steve. Yeah, they, they go to a break, and I'm going to give you what happens after the break, too. The Navy SEAL thing. We lost two Navy SEALs. It, 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 it made the news, but it's not... Folks, we're being attacked like crazy by Iran and their proxies. You have what's happening with Hamas. You have just war after war escalating. And then we don't even focus on Russia and what's going on with Ukraine. And Russia is easily going to uh, conquer or win the Ukraine war. Uh, we don't even have time to even care about the Ukraine war anymore, our government. But, but you add in what they're about to talk about next. I don't, I don't need to set it up. I'm just going to give you, uh, let's go back to them. Because you got to add the rest of their conversation in and you really get a sense of, my goodness, we are on the verge of a surprise attack. That's what it says. It's screaming to me that. I don't know, but it's screaming it to me. And, well, let, let's get to Sebastian Gorka, go back. They go into a commercial break and they come right back. Seb, hang on for one second. Yeah. Seb's going to hold through the break. Seb, in the middle of all this, we don't seem to have a, a firm hand on the, on the, uh, tiller because we don't, uh, the Secretary of Defense is, I don't know, is he, is he, is he dying of prostate cancer? Is what happened? Uh, they're releasing these ambulance tapes. Tell me what's going on with Austin. Well, look, there's there's an amazing new analyst that I'm promoting a lot. He's a former heavy weapons guy in the army. Now he does uh, open source intelligence analysis on YouTube. Everybody needs to follow Ryan Macbeth. And uh, we've been going back and forth since this story broke. So I played the dispatcher audio when um, Lloyd Austin went to Walter Reed. And whoever it is, his butler, his flunky, is telling the Fairfax County dispatcher, we need EMS ambulance to this quote-unquote address in Fairfax County um, to pick up the secretary. And quote, we want no lights and we want no sirens. So first things first, Steve, uh, the Secretary of Defense is supposed to live in the ex-officio residence on Fort Myer. Why, why is he not living on Fort Myer, or, or what home, what building was he taken from to be taken to Walter Reed? Second, since when is a, quote, elective surgery begun with an EMS ambulance visit? We've been told by the White House that it was elective prostate surgery. I've never heard of an ambulance being used for elective surgery. And then thirdly, why do they have to hide it? No. These are huge questions. And it shows our chain of command is still not functioning right at this moment. Now, think if you're our enemies. You know that America's chain of command isn't functioning properly. If we get attacked, where is he? How serious is the situation? We still don't even know. Joe Biden is a senile old man that would never give an order to respond in a nuclear attack. Never. And they know it. Our enemies know it. Folks, America isn't going to be prepared for it, no matter how much I jump up and down and say the signs are there. Now, obviously, I can't guarantee they're going to happen. 
but the signs are there. I have more confidence of a surprise attack happening than not, simply because of my Christianity and my understanding of biblical prophecy makes me feel like it's going to happen. That's why I tell people we got to get right with God. I wish I could tell you something different, but this is the news. Let me give you just a little bit more from the war room. No, if this is an EMS pickup with an ambulance, why no lights? Yeah. Why no sirens? Who's but why, in charge? But, but why didn't they call Walt? Yeah, why didn't they call Walter Reed and get, get one of their ambulances to come over? I mean, it's only the one and, of the and most you know, and we're not going to divulge anything that's classified. Yeah. But you, but you know, yeah. you know, underneath the West Wing, next to the Navy mess is the sit room. I mean, you know, there's many sit rooms as, you know, the executive yeah. office building is the overflow. But the sit room is the hub of real-time comms for the commander-in-chief. It, it's basically an, yeah. an intelligence cell underneath the West Wing. The, 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 the situation yeah. room of the White House isn't just for the tracking of the president and national command authority. Since 9-11, what do we do there, Steve? This is unclassified. We track 24-7 the movements of every cabinet member. I don't care if it's, you know, health and human services, yes. but especially for the Secretary of Defense, your movements are tracked, not yeah. just by your security detail, but by the situation room, because we have a line of succession. And, we and the line of succession is extremely important when you're living in a time in which all your enemies are threatening, threatening to kill you, showing actions they're going to kill you. Russia says they'll blow us up with nuclear weapons. North Korea said that they would blow us up. Iran says that they will go and kill the great Satan before they go get the little Satan. The great Satan is America. They openly are saying this. They're openly taking actions. And then you have China who has threatened America with war. And obviously they're very upset in China that they were unable to get Taiwan to overthrow its own government. So China is really ticked off. All the signs are there. You got to get right with God. That's what you got to do. Take comfort. Take comfort that if you believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father except through him, and you repent of your sins and you accept him as your personal Savior, then you can escape the sting of death. Whether you face death, feel it, or escape death through a rapture, or either way, oh, death, where is thy sting? Jesus will give you victory. I love you guys. Go out and win the day. Keep fighting until God says no more. See ya! Hey guys, hit the subscribe button right now. Hey folks, the new American is guided by the Constitution. They are all about fighting for the freedoms that the Constitution guarantees us and how the Constitution limits government. And they're all about keeping the government limited according to what the Constitution and our forefathers set up. If you have not understood what the new American is about, well, I think that pretty much sums it up. Keeping America what it was supposed to be, a lawful constitutional government, and the Constitution is king in America, and it should be, and we need to protect it. And you can help by going to thenewamerican.com and subscribing as well. Do it.